Okay, so how to be more attractive to men. What do men find attractive in women? How many times have you Googled those questions? Because these and many variations of these questions were on steady rotation for me back in the day. You know, when I was trying my hardest to attract the quality men that I wanted into my life. So inside this episode, I'm going to give you the absolute truth when it comes to what you need to do to be more attractive to men, which I can almost guarantee does not include anything that you're currently doing to be more attractive to men. And it isn't anything that you'll find in those Google search results. Why? Because most of what you think makes you more attractive to men generally actually makes you less attractive to the quality men that you want to attract into your life. And unfortunately, it also pulls you to pieces in the process. So if you're someone that's wondering what's wrong with you, what you need to fix and change about yourself in order to be more attractive to the men that you want in your life, you know, if you're feeling insignificant, unseen, invisible, like you're always fighting for attention and only getting scraps in return, then you need to hear what I'm going to say to you in this episode. It cuts really close to my heart still, even 10 years later. Let's get into it now. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell, here to get you from demoralized and single to empowered, confident, and in the loving arms of your dream guy. If you're a smart, successful woman with a lot of love to give, but no matter what you do, how hard you try or how much you want it, you just don't seem to be getting any closer to love, then you are in the right place. I'm here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love and relationships in a way that no one else will. Get ready for practical, no BS and powerful AF insights that will lead you to love. Are you ready? Let's get into today's episode. If you want to have your dream relationship, but you're also finding it near impossible just to get a decent date, then there's a problem that we need to solve ASAP. Despite what mainstream dating advice will tell you, the solution isn't about trying to find him on a specific app or at the newest upmarket grocery store, nor is it about turning yourself into who you think you have to be to be more attractive to men. In fact, doing that will only keep you stuck where you are, attracting all the non-committal, emotionally unavailable guys with 45,000 red flags because it doesn't take into account the only thing that really matters when it comes to who you attract into your life, your energy. Inside Attraction 101, my no BS crash course in how to attract the quality guys that you actually want to date, you'll learn the basics of understanding, clearing, and regulating your energy so that you know what you need to do to attract the incredible men and your dream relationship comes into your life. The link's in the show notes to join now. Okay, so hopefully you've already listened to episodes 9, 10, and 11, which was a series of episodes that I did that was totally focused on solving that problem, you know, where you're just attracting all the less than awesome guys, um, you know, which has to be the problem that you focus on solving first if you want to have your dream relationship, because it is literally the first step. Like, if you want to have your dream love, you got to be attracting the quality men, you know, that want to have that dream love as well, you know, and with you. You have to be attracting them in order to have that relationship. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, make sure that you do that now because it's going to give you this entirely new understanding of attraction that honestly is like essential for you to change up who it is that you're attracting. So in that series, I also talked a bit about how when you're not attracting the quality of men, 
you know, and especially, you know, when you're putting your heart and soul in trying to find them or be more attractive, you know, and then you look around and it's like all your friends seem to so easily attract these incredible men and end up in these incredible relationships. Um, it is so insanely for common for women, like, and me included, I did this as well, to make this like logical seeming assumption that because you're not attracting the quality men, you know, then there's something unattractive about you. You know, like I remember even saying this to myself, like I'm the common dom common denominator in all of this. There must be something wrong with me. There must be something that I need to fix or change about myself. So I really wanted to talk about this more, both because I know how insanely common this is, you know, like the amount of women that I have coming to me saying like, I just don't get it. What am I doing so wrong? What is so wrong about me? I'm doing all these things to try and change myself and nothing seems to be happening. So I want to talk about this because it's that common and because, you know, also making that assumption myself, I know like from my own experience, how destructive and painful it is feeling this way about yourself. You know, and honestly, I see my role here and what I just am so passionate about doing is helping you relieve this kind of suffering. And this is what I want to help you do in this episode. I want to dive a bit in bit deeper in to this whole idea that there's something wrong with you so you can start freeing yourself from feeling that way because it feels awful and ultimately like it stops you from actually attracting the men that you want into your life so it just pulls you further and further down what I call the spiral of unhappily ever after you know but when you can start to free yourself from thinking this way about yourself you know from actually feeling horrible like you know and when you're honest about it and so it took me ages to get on about honest about this too about how I really felt about myself when you can change all of that you change who it is that you attract into your life um so this is how this all played out for me so I went to an all-girls school um like high school and I missed like in year seven or eight or whenever it was I missed out on like the first boy girl party that all my friends went to so I showed up to school on Monday and everybody's like, you know, the entire conversation had totally changed where it's like all about this boy likes this one and this and all like, and I was just like, they're like, okay, <laughs> right. Here I am back where we were last week and everybody all of a sudden is like miles ahead of me in this whole like relationshipy thing, you know, and it really was from that point, like that carried forward in so many ways for me, like through my twenties to my thirties, where I always felt like I was falling behind I was falling behind everybody else. Like I wanted to have that relationship, but it never seemed to kind of click into place for me. You know, so I did things like just kind of fell into any relationship that came my way. You know, I had a lot of that, like I need someone else to choose me in order for me to feel okay about myself. I didn't realize I had that at the time though. Um, so you may be someone and you're like, no, 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 I know. Like I'm not supposed to feel that way. Like, and I think there's a lot of that out there where it's like, I know I'm supposed to feel okay about myself. You know, if I don't have the relationship and consciously I know that, logically I know that, but deeper down there's a hell of a lot of other stuff happening that contradicts that, you know, and I struggled with like, the big thing that I struggle with too is that even these relationships that I kind of fell into, like the guys were nice and all, but they were never actually like what I imagined or who I imagined myself with. They always seemed like, and I don't want to sound horribly harsh or anything like that. Like so much love for them. You know, that everybody comes into your life for a reason. But I always kind of felt like I was with the B grade guys. So I felt really B grade about myself. Like who was choosing me? Who was in my life? The relationships I had, you know, it, it changed how I felt about myself. 
you know, and this is, this is what I mean. This is so insanely common. Like, you know, you even think back to like school and being picked for like sporting teams. And if you're like the last one, you know, it affects how you feel about yourself. If you're the last one of your group of friends to be picked, you know, an inverted commas picked by someone else to be in a relationship with and create a life with, like it, it so it's so common and it's so easy to do where that actually affects how you feel about yourself. Um, so like I said, this kind of continued through my teenage years and into my twenties. You know, I had this massively long <laughs> on off relationship with a guy that was totally not who I ultimately saw myself with. Um, but it was that old situation that when we were off, like I just had these moments where I was like, well, there's nobody else out there. Like there are no, other, there's no other options for me which is what I saw at the time. Now, looking back, I realized that there were actually a ton of really incredible guys that were interested in me, but I was always discounting as too boring, no spark, you know, but that's a whole other conversation that we'll have soon about your comfort zone and how you self-sabotage yourself without even realizing. Um, So I just, everywhere in my kind of like external reality, it seemed to just really confirm to me that I wasn't worthy of the incredible relationship, you know, and it was better just to have these B grade kind of relationships because like the incredible one wasn't anywhere in sight, you know? So I got to this point when I was like 31, freshly dumped by another boyfriend who I'd been with for almost three years. We'd lived together the whole deal. And again, like the second we were, he was interested in me. I was like, this guy is never going to give me the kind of relationship that I want. Really fun to be around lovely guy, you know, but just not looking for what I wanted. So, you know, it wasn't a surprise at all ended but still you know I had a lot of those similar kind of beliefs like oh my gosh over 30 clocks ticking nobody's going to be left to date all of that kind of stuff so when I got dumped I was like dude this is like make or break time like I gotta freaking figure this out I gotta land the epic guy I've got to finally have the relationship um because like I said it felt like time was ticking away I was like this is like if I don't do something about this now you know, where am I going to be in 5, 10, 20 years time? Not where I want to be. So anyway, freshly dumped. I ended up on my usual, (laughs) and I do not recommend this, my usual post-breakup diet, which was pretty much eating very little because, you know, the emotions and all the stuff happening and I just didn't feel like eating. You know, it was kind of common for me to do that. You know, and it's common for a lot of people to do that. When you're in that really low emotional place, there's a lot of stuff happening, a lot that you're working through. Like just looking after yourself in the most basic of ways, like eating food, you know, can fall to the wayside. So, you know, it wasn't long till I ended up like the skinniest I have ever been. Like not skin and bone skinny, but I lost weight. You know, it's not, again, it's not a diet that I recommend at all. But I just want to give, just trying to give you a picture of what was happening at this time. So then as you also do post breakup and when you're on a mission to freaking find him, You know, I decided that the best thing for myself was like, okay, I'm not going to wait around being brokenhearted here for the next two years. Like, I'm going to freaking get up. I'm going to find myself someone else. I'm going to make this happen. So I got to work figuring out Tinder. Never done online dating before, I don't think. You know, this was back in 2000, like, I think it was around 2015, you know, where Tinder was like new-ish, I think. Um, But I was like, okay, I've got to figure this whole thing out. I've got to figure out what I need to do to be attractive. 
which of course I Googled, you know, because so many of my friends are already in, in relationships. So I was like, I don't know, where do you go for advice? Google, you know, Googling all the stuff, like how to be more attractive to men. What do men want? What do men find attractive? What do I need to like, how do I, you know, stand out on Tinder? What do I need to put on my dating pro profile? When I go on dates, what do I need to say? What do I need to say in messaging conversations? All of that kind of stuff. So I spent, um, you know, and I'm that kind of person where it's like, there's a problem. I'm going to figure freaking figure out how to solve it. So that's exactly what I did. And I put everything that I was learning into practice. You know, my friends got involved too, taking like photos of me and like, you need to have photos of you with your like good looking friends. So then people, you know, the guys that see you know that you have good friends, like all of this kind of stuff. This is what I need to write on my online dating profile. You know, all the things, you know, I read too that men love like figure hugging. You got to show off your assets, obviously. And they love red dresses, like wear red dresses on first dates. And it's funny, I like, before I was getting ready to do this episode, putting it all together, I was like, oh, let's see what the advice is on Google still. And it's still stuff like that. Like wear red dresses. I freaking hate the color red. It's really not my thing. But I bought this whole new wardrobe of red dresses, many that I now on rotation at Christmas. <laughs> um, so I bought all these new clothes. I started wearing my hair down all the time because I read that, you know, men prefer that kind of look. It was like, you know, and I made sure the dresses that I got were kind of like, girl next story kind of like they showed off some of your assets but not in a really overt kind of way you know you've got to be that girl next door with a bit of something extra you know really natural makeup i'm not a big makeup person in general so that wasn't too hard but it was like have the perfume that like they remember you by all of this kind of stuff anyway dated a couple of people you know whatever doing the whole thing and then i matched with this guy that i was like blown away by like i literally got to the point where i was like this like Finally, and I had so many people in my life saying to me, like, this is finally your, it's him, Emily. It's finally your time. Ah, you know, he was such a step up from my previous boyfriends. Like he wanted what I did. <laughs> Amazing. He was interested in me. He was interesting. He had a cool job. He had a, like a legitimate adult car as well. It wasn't like some banged up purple thing. <laughs> anyway, we dated for three months and then we went on this like insanely like, like bachelor-like holiday, horse riding through the Canadian Rocky, Rocky Mountains and then to Hawaii and then we came home. And it was really interesting. So we'd been kind of together for three months. I was feeling really good, really excited about life, all of that kind of thing. Um, and it was actually when we were away and I didn't, like, I obviously this got stored somewhere, somewhere in my mind, but at the time it didn't ring the alarm bells that it now rings to me now, which is like, I don't know, I don't know if it's a terrible thing, um, but now I look back and I'm like, oh my God, this is why that happened. And this is why I'm telling you this story. Anyway, so we're away and we were in Hawaii and I think we're actually like sitting by the pool. So I was in my swimmers and stuff like that. And he actually says to me, <laughs> and I struggle to even say these words because it's a freaking awful thing to say to someone you used to look like a Pilates teacher and now you don't like word for word stuck in my brain. At the time, I think I was like, oh yeah, like, because I've never been someone that like really focuses like heavily on, you know, what I actually look like, if you know what I mean. I'm not like really hung up on that kind of thing. And I was like, well, I don't, I think I still look cool. So like, whatever, you can say what you want. I didn't really take it as the sort of criticism, which I actually think it was because then when we got home, like, it was like a week or two till he just totally ghosted me. So yeah, 
100%. I had put weight back on because I was eating again. You know, I was still, like, like I said, I was still, like, probably, like, 15 kilos lighter than I am now. I wasn't fat. I wasn't even remotely fat. Like, like I said, I don't think I really picked up on this because at the time I was like, no, this is what I usually look like. Like, I'm back to what I usually look like and I never have considered myself fat. Um, but what I really want you to understand in me telling you this story is that, that is that this is who I attracted being who I thought men wanted. You know, he was attracted to this version of me that I actually wasn't. You know, this version of me that I couldn't keep up. This version of me that was like post-breakup, sad, in pain, not eating, scared about my future, and really looking for someone to distract me from all of that. And I attract this guy that when I start to like morph into who I actually was, he's like, dude, you're not who I thought you were. And I'm not really interested in that. So I hit like, understandably, hit a really low point after that because I was like, dude, I thought this guy was the one, you know, and then ended up pulling myself out of it by learning what I now teach women. You know, what is now, you know, my, the framework that I have, the loved up effect, you know, and this is what I'm sharing with you now here too. You know, I did a absolute ton of, you know, what people call like the inner work, learning about my energy, my unconscious mind, you know, and how to create change there to create my reality, you know, to change what it was that I was attracting, what I, what it was that I was attracting into my life, you know, and a lot of this and a lot of the work that I do with women, like involves changing the relationship that you have with yourself. Like it's what is called like so much of what I do. Like the undercurrent of it is really self-love, but not self-love in that like, you know, cheesy, go get a massage, like have a bubble bath kind of a way. This is like deep, deep, deep self-love, like deep self-love, you know, getting, it's all about getting out of that conversation. And this is what I did a lot of work around getting out of that conversation that I've been so stuck in, like thinking that there was something wrong with me because unlike everybody else, you know, I hadn't attracted the incredible guys, you know, that therefore even though I was like someone and I looked at myself and I'd say, you know what, you're, you're an attractive person. You, you're good looking, you know, you're smart, you're successful. Like I, I saw myself as attractive, but because I wasn't attracting these men into my life, I was, I was like, well, what is it that I'm not seeing? Like, is there some big shiny something that's like repelling people from me? You know, I had that, like, what do I need to fix? I was constantly wondering, what do I need to be fixed? What do I need to fix? What do I need to change about myself in order to be worthy of love, to be chosen by someone, to be seen, to be understood and appreciated, you know, for the incredible person that I was and still am today. You know, and I really, like, even just talking about this, like I said, it's still, like, it's still there. Like, I still hurt. You know, obviously I've done the work, but I still hurt for that me. Like for that me, like whatever, whatever it was, like 10 years ago, because she felt, oh, probably whatever, a long time ago, because she felt so alone. She felt so insignificant and she felt like she didn't matter because nobody else was sort of choosing her. You know, when I think back to her, I want to take her and I want to hug her and I want her look her straight in the eyes and tell her the truth. You know, and now I, I'm in the incredible position that I am where I get to tell you the truth too, that there is nothing wrong with you. You know, if you're someone and you're like, what's wrong with me? Why is it not happening for me? It's not because there's something wrong with you. You don't need fixing. You're worthy of love exactly as you are, as a person you are in this moment right now. And when you realize this, when you're able to be truly yourself, 
you know, with confidence and conviction, knowing that like, yeah, you might have healing to do. You might have, you know, stuff that you need to work on. You might not be perfect. Like, but who is, you know, when you can stand there with confidence and conviction saying to the world, here I am as me, you know, I'm here for love. I'm here for the life that I want. Then the men out there who are dying to love you for who you truly are, like they'll finally be able to see the real you and they will come into your life. But it doesn't happen until you see the you, real you, till you really appreciate who it is that you are. When you do that, finally you'll open up to have these people come into your life. And this is what happened for me when I fully embraced that truth. Like guests who appeared in my life, like the man that I'm now married to, the man that just the other day literally said to me, like, you know, how hot, incredible, like, I, like word for word, I think the world of you. You know, he doesn't bat an eyelid when I look like absolute, you know what? He doesn't care that I'm like 15 kilos heavier than when I met him, you know? You know, there was this day oh, a couple of months ago, and I actually shared this on social media. I think it went viral, actually. Um, but, you know, like I had this day, I just got up, love being in my garden, really love gardening. And I was like so excited, wanted to do something in the garden. I forget exactly what it was. So I put on these leggings that I know are see-through, <laughs> you know, wearing my granny undies, obviously, too. Like, they're covered in paint. Pretty sure I had, I had not brushed my teeth, washed my face, done my hair in any way, shape, or form. And it was summer, so I put on, like, you know, my sun-safe hat. Like, it's not great look with, like, I'm pretty sure I was wearing socks with, like, shoes that you don't usually wear socks with. Like, it was... Even, I remember even being like looking at down and being like, wow, this is quite the outfit. But he doesn't even bat an eyelid. Like, you know, and it's not that he doesn't care or anything like that or he's not looking at me, but he looks past all of that. You know, so he came out and then we just had this normal conversation, didn't even bat an eyelid. Like he did, literally does not care about that stuff because he loves me. You know, and I'm definitely not saying like go on dates with that look. <laughs> but you get what I mean. Just be you. Because it's like, and the other thing I want you to understand, it is so insanely freeing. You know, in the relationship that I have now, I don't have to be anybody but me. I don't have to look like I'm a freaking Pilates teacher. And this is what I want you to experience too, which I know is ultimately what you want. You know, what we all want is to be loved for exactly who you are. That is what we all want. That is what we all deserve. But you have to be exactly who you are in order to have that. You know, so I want to also get a bit deeper into the energy of this as well. So when you're actually trying to be more attractive or you're trying to be who you think you, who you think men want, how does this mean that you feel about yourself? Like if you're saying to yourself, what's wrong with me? What do I need to fix about myself? Clearly I am unattractive. You know, how do you feel about yourself? Like you're not good enough. Like you're not pretty enough. You're not whatever it is that you think you have to be enough. And that feels pretty damn awful, doesn't it? Like, how can you feel good about yourself when this is your internal dialogue? That no one is ever going to like you for who you are right now. Like, imagine having someone who you're with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, who keeps pointing out all the ways you have to change yourself in order to be liked or chosen or loved by someone. You tell them to, you know what, off. Because that kind of criticism is going to bring anybody down. 
It is going to bring anybody down if you hear that enough. It's going to make you feel sad, hopeless, powerless, and unworthy. You're going to start to believe all of that, which I hope you can see is like a really low energy or vibration to be in. You know, and as we talked about in that series that I did about attraction, you know, particularly in episode number 10. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Like attracts like. It's universal law. Like there's no getting around this. Just like there's no getting around the effect that gravity has on our lives, there's no getting around the effect the law of attraction and the law of vibration have on our lives. Like attracts like. So if you're feeling unworthy, you're feeling like you're not good enough, that you're not enough as you are, you've got to change something about yourself, there's something wrong with you, then you are going to attract more of that. Which is exactly why right now you're attracting the guys, well, you might not be attracting anybody at all, or you're attracting the guys that seem all interested in you, they get to know you and then they disappear, which is what I experience. You know, a lot of this I experience too, where you're fighting for attention, where it's like, I've got to do all the legwork. I've got to like chase them up. I've got to plan the dates. I've got to do all the things. And you never really get much in return. You know, the guys that don't really message you or don't communicate, all of that kind of stuff. The ones that don't want commitment, the situationships where you're just kind of like in this limbo land being like, are you like going to make this official? <laughs> you know, the guys that disappear on you, the ones that don't really seem to care or to think about you. They're not interested in you. It's why you're attracting that because you're coming with that energy of you're not good enough. So you, so you attract the guys that reflect that. You know, and this is the thing I used to do too. I used to slap a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, I feel great. You know, I'm happy. Which I think a lot of people do when you think about the law of attraction and all that kind of manifestation. It's like positive energy, positive energy. You cannot fool the universe. You cannot fool the universe. And it's not just about slapping a smile on your face. You have to go deeper and create change at this really deep level. Like change the whole relationship that you have with yourself. And if you don't know how to do this, like if you don't have the tools to do this, then nothing's going to change for you. So you're always, always, always going to attract what you're an energetic match to. Like always. And again, you cannot fool the universe. If you've got this conversation happening, that internal dialogue where you're saying, what's wrong with me? What do I need to fix? I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I've got to lose the weight. I've got to be less needy. I've got to do the healing. I've got to recover from whatever it happens to be. Like then that's pulling your energy down. And the last thing that I want to make sure that you understand on this is that you cannot stuff up what is meant for you. You know, your dream relationship, it isn't going to pass you by because you wore the wrong thing. You weren't in your feminine energy enough. You know, you were, he's not going to pass you by because you replied to his message straight away and you think that you have to play hard to get. You know? Oh, it's just like bringing back so many memories. You know, the right guy is going to love you for all of that. He's going to be like, oh my gosh, I was excited to talk to her. I sent her a message and she replied straight away. And then we had this epic conversation. You know, the right guy isn't going to be like, oh my God, look how needy she is. That is the wrong guy for you. What I want you to understand that is no one is perfect. No one is perfect. You can't do this whole thing perfectly. There is no perfect. Perfect is literally just being you with all your imperfections that we all have. No relationship happens perfectly. 
you know, some of the best relationship stories are the ones that don't go to plan. You look at like all the rom-com movies and stuff like that, where it's like somebody trips over and the books go flying and then they meet eyes and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, my parents, I think on my, the second date my dad took my mum to was like, I think they were going skiing or something. He was like six hours late to pick her up. Like this stuff happens and it becomes those incredible stories where you're like, yes. And even just talking about this, it reminds me of Naomi who went through my program quite a few years ago now, you know, was trying, always trying to be who she thought men want, wanted, just getting crappy, crappy results. We did a lot of work together, you know, shifting that relationship that she had with herself, you know, and she had a lot of this stuff come up because somebody had told her like previously, you know, your laugh is annoying, you know, and we take that stuff on all that kind of criticism that we get, like just being human and the stuff that people say, you know, she took that on. So every time she was on dates and stuff like that, she'd be like, well, I better laugh a different way. I don't want to, I don't want to laugh like, you know, the way that I usually do because, you know, everybody thinks it's annoying, you know, but after doing all the work that we did, she dropped all of that. She was able to stand there with confidence in who it was, who it is that she is, you know, and now she's, within this incredible relationship they have a baby started a family the whole thing and when she met this guy you know what the first thing he told her he loved about her her freaking laugh and this is what I want you to understand is that all the things that you're freaking out about right now where it's like I've got to change this I've got to be more that I've got to be more this whatever it happens to be it's probably all the stuff that your dream guy will love about you so I hope this kind of makes sense I hope this is sinking in so I really want you to take some time now and consider all the ways that you're trying to be more attractive to men, all the ways that you think you're not enough and how that makes you feel because it's how you feel that energy that honestly, it will determine who comes into your life. And if you resonate with what I said today, like if you don't feel worthy of love of that dream relationship, like you are, as you are, if you're like, okay, no, I've got to change these things about myself. You know, I have to change these things in order to be loved then know that that's a sign that there is healing there. You know, if anything, like if what I've said today, like really hits a nerve with you, then know that there's healing there that needs to be done in order to change that energy. You know, it's about going into self-love in the deepest sense because that needs to be restored in order to change your energy so you can attract different people into your life. You know, the men that will love you for who it is that you are. And until you do that, you're going to be stuck in that place where all the action that you take is about fixing you. You know, when you don't actually need fixing. You know, and when you're taking this action to fix you, all you do is attract the crappy guys. But when you focus on inner healing, you'll actually change the energy that you're putting out there. You'll have that confidence. You'll have that conviction to be you. And that's when you finally will start to be able to attract the incredible men who are out there and they want to come into your life. You know, this is what we do inside step one of the loved up effect, which is my proven framework that gets women into the relationships of their dreams. You know, and like I've been talking about in the attraction series that we did, you know, who it is that you attract is that first step. You've got to figure this out in order to have your dream relationship. So in step one of the loved up effect, it's called release yourself. There's a whole module dedicated to inner healing like dedicated to changing this relationship that you have with yourself. You know, so if you want to learn more about that, send me an email, send me a DM, 
And also make sure you join Attraction 101. I'll put the link in the show notes as well, because that's going to start to give you like we've got to get into that energy. You've got to understand what's actually happening within you so you can create the change there because it affects everything that's happening in your life. It's literally how you create that reality. So this episode and honestly talking about all of this is something that I feel so strongly about. You know, because like I said, I know there's so many of you out there. I hear this all the time from women. Like I've just, what do I need to do? How do I need to change myself? You know, and if that's what you're saying, then I know there's that suffering happening deep down because you don't feel worthy of love as the women that you are. So I hope that what I've said today has been helpful for you to hear um, because more than anything else, I want you to know that you deserve love from you. Like put the freaking relationship to the side. Number one is that you deserve love from you. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be accepted by you for who you are. And it's when you come to that place of loving and accepting who you are that you're able to attract the incredible men that reflect that, that reflect the relationship that you have with you. You know, you really do teach others how to treat you. So if this episode has been helpful for you, like reach out, send me an email, send me message on social media, whatever it happens to be. Like if you want to do this work with me, like stick your hand up. Like if this resonated with you, I really like so encourage you to stick your hand up and let me know. Because I know even if I just say like even saying this, I know a lot of you would be like, okay, self-love, I can do that. Like I thought that too about self-love. I thought, yeah, yeah, I can create a whole new relationship with myself. I didn't realize, like I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the practices, you know, and I've spent the last nine, 10 years trying out so much in my own life and I know what works. Like I know how to change, help you change that relationship with you, you know, and it is the most like more than getting you guys into like the relationship of your dreams. When you have that relationship with you, and I'm getting chills just talking about this. It's like really oh, such a passion of mine. But when you have this relationship with you where you just wholly and totally love and accept you, like that is when you get to that place and everything else flows from there. So, you know, while I talk about like this proven path to love, so much of it is like finding that love within you so that you can have that relationship. Um, so if this, honestly, if this has hit a chord with you, reach out to me, let's chat because I want to get you out of this place. Like you got to get out of this place to have the relationship, like to feel like whole and complete again before you have that relationship, to have that acceptance. Um, you know, and I know sometimes it is enough. Well, it's not often not enough, but I think just hearing this from me, I really want you to have those words sink in that you are enough. Like you, whoever it is, whatever you are right now with all the things that you think are your flaws, like there's somebody out there who's dying to love you, but you have to love you first. Um, so like I said, reach out, please leave me a review if you found this episode helpful. Um, but I cannot wait to chat with you more about this and I hope this episode was helpful for you.